Let it go. Change the channel. Turn it off. Unsubscribe. Unfriend. Unfollow. Mute. Block. Walk away. Breathe. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining me, welcome. I'm glad you tried here. You can subscribe to the Wisdom Worth Known podcast on all of the major social networks, including Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for a limited time for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. Let it go. Change the channel. Turn it off. Unsubscribe. Unfriend. Unfollow. Mute. Block. Walk away. Breathe. Whew. I actually have to breathe just to read that quote. This topic that was selected by the community, all the topics are, based upon the feedback we get from the posts on the Facebook page, was very positively received, probably because most of us are saturated in digital content and social media and, well, we're always connected. And so we're going to kind of go through this topic and we're going to talk about what balance looks like. I hope. And as a guy who was who was basically sitting in front of a screen from childhood up until adulthood, I still spend plenty of time in front of the screen. Hopefully I have something of value to share on this subject. I do monitor the live chat during the show, so feel free to add comments for the discussion time. We will be um, having that at the end of the episode. Let me make sure I pull that up on my end here real quick. Don't want to miss it. So let's go ahead and get started. The first part of that is let it go. So there's certain things that we decide justify our time and attention. And generally speaking, this is a good thing. So there's there's plenty of important things in our lives that merit our attention. And so what I don't want to do, my gut response initially to this post is we don't want to let go of the things that are important. But before we can decide what to let go and what not to let go, we do need to actually establish what is important. And this can be a challenge for me as well, obviously. One of my favorite illustrations that was given to me by, I can't remember where I heard it from specifically, but was a jar. You take a jar, and let's say you put a bunch of giant rocks in the jar. There's a bunch of gaps between each rock. And then you take a bunch of smaller rocks, and you put them in the jar, and they fill in those gaps. And then you take even smaller rocks, and you put them in the jar, and they fill in the gaps between the previous rocks. And then eventually you put sand in it, and it's completely full. A lot of times our lives are like that jar in which there are things that occupy a significant amount of our time and attention, and those are the big rocks. 
And then once we fill up the jar, we start to take on additional responsibilities and challenges. And that becomes the smaller rocks that kind of fit in around the littler rocks. And then we're typically not satisfied with that. So then we take the even smaller rocks and we fill in what little gaps of time we have and attention we have left with even more little rocks. And then <laughs> we get restless again or we just assume, well, no, we still got some space here. Let's squeeze some more in. So then we fill it in with sand. Before we know it, our jar is completely full, which means it's not free to take on anything new. Now, initially in our heads, we might think, well, this is an efficient way to live, right? This is, a, this is a method by which we can be super efficient. But we're taking on these huge responsibilities initially. And then rather than allowing the gaps to be there so that we have some flexibility, we continue to fill in the gaps. Over time, we have a full jar and then we find ourselves in a position in which we cannot accept any new responsibility or any new thing for fun so we becoming we can become very rigid because there's no space left the point of the analogy from the person telling the story was that we need to keep space in that jar for new things now, we don't keep the jar empty, obviously. And we obviously want to keep the big things, the most important things. We have to decide what those are and keep those in there. But the smaller things that tend to fill in that gap of time, those tend to be wasteful things. Which moves into kind of the next part of the quote, where... We need to learn to change the channel or turn off the TV, turn it off, unsubscribe from things. Do we spend too much time on our Netflix subscription, our video game subscription? Trust me, you're not alone. <laughs> I do the same thing. Do we need to unfollow certain things that occupy too much of our time and attention? Do we need to mute things that, that distract us from the things that are most important to us? Do we need to block certain things that just simply every time we turn it on it grasps our attention it makes us not able to focus do we need to walk away from something the this process is often called pruning much like with a tree if you look at a tree and the way it grows bonsai trees are really popular for this and it's a discipline that's i believe it's japanese in its origins but the purpose of it is is you actually prune the tree so that it grows in a very specific way and the, the mindset behind this is that there are certain parts of us that may be growing, but they may not be beneficial. They may not be growing us in the direction that we want to go. And so it's healthy to stop and take the time to occasionally prune things that might even still be good or might have value to us, but they do not help us achieve our long-term growth. Or what our goals are for our long-term growth. And so we get in the habit of regularly evaluating and deciding, first of all, where we want to grow. You know, that's, that's obviously a challenge for all of us. We don't really always know what direction we want to grow in. So setting up those goals, you know, especially short-term, medium-term, and long-term goals. You know, where you want to be in 30 days or, heck, 24 hours, 30 days. Then where you want to be in 
six months, then where you want to be in a year, then where you want to be in three years, five years. And just write it down, write it out. This isn't set in stone. It's not a test to see if you're successful. It's a it's just something to get you aiming toward something. Then once we have those goals, we can begin pruning. You know, we can we can evaluate our schedules for the week. And we don't need to cut things out completely. But what we can do is we can kind of refocus them in a more healthy within more healthy bound healthy boundaries so that they grow kind of in the right direction. So we can sit there and we can say, okay, well, maybe I don't need to spend 40 hours a week on Netflix. Maybe it would be more appropriate to spend 20. Or the same thing with a video game or with uh, movies or entertainment or whatever our overly occupied time is being spent on. What this allows us to do is to focus. And it also allows us to keep those gaps. Because one of the things I do want to emphasize is, and I think that's an important part of this quote, is it does emphasize the necessity of always keeping some degree of time, keeping those gaps in there to take on potential new opportunities. If we are drowning ourselves and packing our schedule full of so much stuff, including non-essential stuff, then we are going to pass up the potential opportunities to learn something new, to relax, to take on a new friendship, take on a new relationship, take on a new job opportunity, a new work opportunity. If we are jammed so packed that we cannot take on anything new, that's not good. So obviously it would be best to start with the pruning on the least important things. But that's kind of only for us to decide what those are. You know, maybe... Maybe your shows are part of your of your uh, relaxation time, and self care is extremely important. You'll hear me say that a lot of a lot on the show. Self care is extremely critical to being the best version of yourself. You do have to make time for yourself to enjoy life. That way, you are full, and you're actually able to spill over into other people. Because if you're busy and miserable, it doesn't matter how efficient you are. You know you're. Your misery is going to spill over into everybody else, and that's not going to be productive either. So it's all about finding that balance and then pruning out certain things. I, what's interesting that happened to me is um, when I first started doing this, there were certain things I cut out completely. For me, it was a big time consumer of me was gaming, and so I cut it out completely. This was around my 20s. And... That was really beneficial for me in the short run, short run. but in the uh, long run, what I ended up doing is I actually ended up bringing you back into my life. Excuse me. I ended up uh, slowly implementing it back into my life. And that was useful because now it kind of grows with me in the direction I'm heading. So now I get to enjoy the thing that I did get a lot of value out of, and it did fill me up, but it's in a more, it's in a healthier environment, or it's more conducive to my schedule. 
The final part of that quote where it says to breathe, I think is also incredibly valuable because we are in a information overload situation in history for the first time in history in which it's very easy to fill up our time. If you if you need proof of this, just open up the screen time app on your phone and see how much time you spend a day on your screen. If you have an iPhone, it's under your general settings. Let me pull it up here, actually. I want to make sure I... It's under settings and screen time. And then it gives you your daily average. And then you can click see all activity. And then you can see every day how much time you're spending on your phone. I'm not judging you, by the way. It's just kind of sobering for me. You can actually tap week. And it'll give you a full breakdown of how much time you've spent on the week. And... um. The reason I bring this up is because a lot of us believe we do not have time for things, but we do not realize how much time we spend just on our devices. And then then you kind of look at it and you go, if I actually spent 10% of this or even 20% of this on something productive or new or focused on whatever my goals are, how much value would that add to my life? Would that make a difference? What would that what would I look like a year from now if I spent 30 minutes of that 4 hours a day focused on something that helps me grow toward my goals, my short and medium term goals. You can also set limits in your phone too if there's certain apps or something that uh tend to occupy a chunk of your time like YouTube or Netflix or whatever it might be, you can actually set daily limits so that you can force yourself to get off of them after you've kind of burnt through whatever your time is. That's a good thing to kind of just get started. But because of of there, there being so much entertainment and so much stuff for us to tap into, it's a lot of fun and it's very, and I love it. I love having options. I love the sheer volume of options we have actually that can be overwhelming at times just picking something can be difficult it's kind of a good problem to have it's like first world problems <laughs> although that that's that's a good thing it can also easily occupy too much of our time and so kind of striking a balance between um information and how much time we spend absorbing and consuming information or entertainment and then actually focusing on things that help us grow is is difficult right now. It just is. Because it's very easy to constantly fill our time with things that really don't have much value to them. It's like filling the jar completely just with sand. And then before you know it, you really haven't done much. Obviously, none of us are going to be perfect at this. But a lot of the stuff in the quote does kind of talk about this. It says, change the channel, turn it off, unsubscribe, unfriend, unfollow, mute, even block. Walk away. Breathe. So the screen time thing is, is I think, absolutely essential to kind of helping cultivate at least the bad habit of spending too much time on our devices. Another thing I've noticed is it is very difficult to be alone now. 
you know, just to <laughs> just to sit back and sit in silence. So there's benefit in that too. Part of the breathing. When was the last time you actually sat with yourself alone in a quiet room or a quiet place and listened to yourself think? Are you terrified of this prospect? I know my kids are. I'm hoping it's just an age thing, but I I have to believe it is because my daughter really struggled with this when she was less than 10. And... Now that she's turned 11, she got her own room. She's got a little bit of independence. She's she's completely 180 on this. But it used to be that she could not be alone. It terrified her. And I think this is normal for most kids. But part of that is, is when you're alone with yourself, you're alone with your thoughts, and then you have to learn how to manage your thoughts. You know, you, you don't have the distractions anymore. And so you have to live with whatever those thoughts are. Or at least learn to live with them, at least for a little bit. (laughs) And uh, the sad part is that voice doesn't really ever go away. So even though we're distracting ourselves all the time, is it is good to spend a, a decent, not a decent, but a chunk of time every day just listening to ourselves think or processing what's happened that day? Rather than kind of letting it all accumulate under the hood. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible. If you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. With Audible, listening is the new reading. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out. Because you listen to this show for a limited time, you get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of a free 30-day trial. That's right, for 30 days, you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog as well as an additional free title of your choosing. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, no problem. You cancel instantly online. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours too. Pause this podcast and head over to Audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org and sign up right now. So we're going to move into the discussion time here shortly. But before we do that, remember, let it go. Change the channels. Change the channel. Turn it off. Unsubscribe. Unfriend. Unfollow. Mute. Block. Walk away. Breathe. In a heavily media-centric culture, we also need to recognize the fact that many in the entertainment industry capitalize on fear and anxiety and depression because it captures like a part of our brains that makes us not be able to look away. It's like a tragedy. You can see adrenaline and the nerves running, and so we have to keep watching. And so we do have to be somewhat defensive of the content we fill our heads with um, especially news sources because they have a tendency to be overly negative and overly dramatic so that we keep watching Um, and that can really not be good for us 
So there might be certain things we just have to cut out completely. If we learn that they're just not good for our disposition. And only we can really know what those are. So let's see what's going on here in the chat. Becky says, good morning. Good morning, mom. Hi, mom. Brad says, good morning. Good morning, Brad. Good to see you again. Nina says, I used to spend six hours now. I'm under two. Wow, that's quite an improvement. That is, that's a, that's a, that's a short, no, that's a part-time job. So you're talking about on the phones, on the screen time. I, I was around the same way. I think I was around six hours when I first started paying attention to it. And now I'm a, I'm down to around, I think I'm down to around two hours a day. Sometimes I hit that four-hour mark. It depends on how obsessively I check my my Facebook, which, by the way, is engineered to be addictive, so that's good to know. But under two is really good because, well, it just is. Under two is really good. So, like, that's four hours a day you've saved. That's uh, four times seven, seven, 14, 20, 28 hours a week. Adds up fast. Becky says, basic time management skills. It's funny how time management was never really taught to us in school. And many of us burn through most of our productivity time without even thinking about it. We don't even stop to consider what we occupy a decent chunk of our lives with. I don't think I valued my time until I started having kids and I didn't have any of it. It's funny how the pendulum swings in that way. When you go from no kids to kids, you go from you go from having an immense amount of free time to having no free time ever. Um, my oldest is 10, so I don't think I've had a decent chunk of free time in for about 10 years. <laughs> At least consistent free time. But that's okay. That's that's a uh, that's something I signed up for. So Nina says, I visit with family and friends only. So what's kind of cool about that is you kind of poured out the sand, right? Sand is kind of that unproductive time. And you have to free up part of that jar before you can fill it in with new things. And so if we don't take the time to drain the wasteful things, we, do not ha- we don't have the capacity or the opportunity to grasp, grasp new ones, kind of like you did. So you freed up that time. And then you were like sitting there at some point, you'd be like me, you'd be like, okay, well now what do I do? Normally I would sit here and stare at my phone for four hours. Um, but then that created an opportunity. Well, you know what? I'll go see friends, family and friends. That's of more value to me. And so you freed up that, that gap that creates the opportunity to take on something new, which may be more valuable. And it's funny how we, how often we trade down. <clears throat> so we will, uh, We'll settle for sand when it could be like, I don't know, gemstones. You know, there's things that just are more valuable to us or have more value to us. But we're like, meh, it's easier to watch Netflix. <laughs> so we kind of settle for the the dust when there could be something of more value there. Nina says she spends daily time in self, uh, with herself alone. If you don't do this, I highly recommend it. Five to ten minutes doesn't have to be a lot of time. Just to kind of let yourself process. It could be the end of the day. You know, that way you can process everything that happened the day. But I think it's I think it's beneficial. It's valuable to me. 
Brad says, uh, I stay off my phone most of the day and don't get on Facebook hardly at all. It's funny because, like I said, just turning off notifications is another good thing you can do for this. So, like, if, if Facebook, for example, is designed to be addictive, so they know exactly when, what time of day to hit you with notifications. They know what notifications to hit you with. You know, they know how to kind of rope you in over and over again. So just deleting the app isn't a terrible idea, but I hate to say that because a lot of you are watching this on Facebook. But turning off notifications can be beneficial or um, setting that screen time limit. You know, so you only spend a certain amount of time on it a day. You're like, you know what? An hour a day is enough. And you can set that in your in your phone settings. I know they have it for Android as well. So. Well, thank you all for stopping by and leaving your comments. I appreciate, appreciate it. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible. We're listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days for a limited time. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.wisdomworthknowing.org. So swing by and sign up for that before you go for the day. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can subscribe on YouTube, Facebook, and Rumble. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. So thank you for joining me today. And remember, until next time, let it go, change the channel, turn it off, unsubscribe, unfriend, unfollow, mute, block, walk away, breathe. Thank you for joining me today. And until tomorrow, let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can today. Because that's all we can do. Have a great Monday. Get after it. See you guys tomorrow.